Welcome to where the weird ones are. Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. Powerful figures in Hollywood as well as powerful politicians or in fact not human. Are they reptiles or they're lizards or perhaps extraterrestrials? Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Let's get weird. What's up, you fucking weirdos? This is where the weird ones are. My name is Kevin, but you probably already knew that. And if you didn't, now you do. So today on the podcast, we have Phil. He is a paranormal investigator, explorer. Um, he has some interesting stories to tell us. He has, knows quite a bit about uh, some Massachusetts Native American lore. Um, he does a lot going out in uh, the woods and, and stuff where there's uh, well-known hauntings so he just put out a video on youtube the other day that i haven't looked into yet um but i'm going to probably it'll probably be tonight anyways he was extremely friendly i really enjoyed talking to him um hands down one of the nicest guys i've ever met um yeah, so check him out. He's explore, Exploring with Phil on Instagram. And he goes by Canadian Dutch Boys Studios, I believe, on YouTube. Uh, if you if you just type in Exploring with Phil, I'm sure you can find his shit. I've watched pretty much almost all of it by now. Anywho... If you guys can do me a favor, go over to 16percent.com. They have a bunch of cryptid merchandise and whatnot, some plushies. I think you'll probably like them. Um, you don't have to buy anything, but if you do decide to purchase something, please enter my code, STAYWEIRD, at checkout. That is with a capital S and a capital W. That's a good way to support the show. And if you are interested in being featured on this podcast, tell your stories and all that jazz, please hit me up at where the weird ones are at gmail.com or you can DM me on my Instagram where underscore the weird ones are. I'd love to hear from you. And if you don't mind, another good way to support the show, like, subscribe, and share the shit out of it. Phil has some interesting stories. He listen, he hears uh, some disembodied voices or EVPs. Uh, what are EVPs? They are 
uh, voices that the, your audio equipment pick up that you did not hear in real time. So uh, he catches a lot of that. So that's why I named the episode Disembodied Voices. Um, also, I will be in Hamlet, North Carolina, April 1st for the first annual Encounter Quest. So if you guys are in the area, I implore you to check that shit out. Uh, maybe we'll run into each other. Who the fuck knows? I'll most likely be wearing this. Also, speaking of wearing this, I am looking into setting up a merch store. So if anybody knows anything, wants to help me out, is willing to help me out with that, that'd be great. I haven't really found a platform um, that I, I like yet. So things to come. Anyways, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. I enjoyed talking to him. Um, hopefully him and I can get together and do a real life in- investigation. Um, I've never done an actual investigation, so it'll be pretty interesting. All right. With that, stay weird. They're coming to get you, Barbara. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where the Weird Ones Are. Today on the podcast, we have Phil. He goes by Canadian Dutch Boys on YouTube. I've been watching, um, I've kind of guilty pleasure binge watching his uh, videos, and they're very interesting. I, I actually really enjoy him. He's very well spoken and very clear when he talks. So it's nice uh, when on all that combination comes together. So how are you doing, Phil? Great, Kevin. Great. First of all, thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. I really appreciate it. Um, I can't wait to talk about paranormal and of, of course, like, you know, um, some of my experiences and stuff like that, but yeah, just, first of all, thank you for having me on. It's a, you know, it's a pleasure and yeah, I can't wait to get into it. Right. Right. Cool. 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 Um, I do believe I forgot to mention that he's a paranormal investigator. I just went, oh, he has a YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. You know what it is? You know what it is? Because we were like you know, behind the curtain. We were already like talking for like five minutes. And we, if we didn't stop, we would have just like kept on going and not even recorded the podcast. True, but, true, true, true. Yeah, true. so yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's really, it's been really fun doing this since, since I, since I started because um, just like meeting you and a whole bunch of people, like, it's just, it's really fun. Everybody's so, so friendly. And yeah, 
uh, it's been, they've made it. Cause that first, when I first started this, I was really nervous and everybody has made it so easy. And I'm so grateful for everyone who has come on. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to, you know, talk to me about your experiences and all the stuff that you do. So. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, uh, I started listening. I haven't finished the episode, but I started listening to, uh, you on, um, Tommy Cullum's let's get freaky. Love that guy. He's, he's awesome. Um, uh, my sister and I were on that show. I don't know if you know, knew that. Yep. But, yep. Um, so with that being said, I'm probably going to put this in the, uh, intro, but I'm just going to say it right now. My sister has been, um, having a really rough pregnancy, so she hasn't been able to, uh, be on any of the, uh, recent shows, any of the recent episodes. So I hope she gets better. So I just yeah, wanted absolutely. to let everybody know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll keep her in my prayers for sure. Thank you. Yeah, um, absolutely. Anyways, so what got you uh, started on this path? What what got you interested in investigating the paranormal? Um, there's like, as far as like um, doing the YouTube channel and stuff. Um, um, it's really interesting. So I would say, I mean, I've always been interested in, in like the ghosts and paranormal stuff, even from a young age. Um, I think it was probably, um, one of my first experiences. I've told this in other podcasts. It's just a quick story, but like my, basically my first paranormal experiences, I was about four years old and we lived in a apartment, first floor, second floor. My bedroom was on the first floor parents bedrooms on the second floor so i had went up my mom's downstairs in the kitchen or living room i'm not really sure maybe she's what it doesn't really matter she's downstairs is the point <laughs> and so um i go upstairs to go grab something or i don't know whatever who knows um and so i'm up there and i hear this like people talking and i can't see anybody there's no one there and i, I know it's just me and my mom so i'm like i know there's no one else there so i'm already kind of freaked out from that and then i hear like a, a glass break and so I run downstairs. I'm, you know, petrified. I'm only four years old. So I go down, tell my mom, we go back upstairs. There's no one up there. Of course, there's no glass broken. It's just a weird experience. And um, so much so it kind of stuck with me a little bit because at my fifth birthday party, which is a few months after this experience, mm -hmm. um, I, I was telling all my cousins about the experience and they were like picking on me or making jokes and be like, oh, they were whistling and be like, oh, that's the ghost. That's the ghost. <laughs> So like, you know, it goes to show it definitely was something that like I thought even at the time I thought was like a, a ghost experience and stuff. And so, you know, as a kid, I did like Ghostbusters and stuff like that. So oh, yeah. it was already in my mind that like, oh, ghosts are, could be a thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially when you're young like that. So fast forward to like um, as an adult, like maybe over a year ago when I started the YouTube channel, um, I think my main priority or my main thing with really starting it was Randonautica. Um, cause I'd seen all those videos about Randonautica and I was like, well, what's really going on? It seems really sensationalized. It seems like people are making stuff up. So I was like, I want to see for myself what's going on with this app. Let me go out into some paranormal areas and use the app and see, you know, if anything weird happens basically. And that's how I kind of got started. And that sort of morphed into starting to do EVP sessions while I was out there. And then basically that turned into me being like a paranormal investigator, essentially over like the last year or so. Um, nice. So that's basically how I like got started. It was just kind of strange because it's like, 
I started as like the Rananautica angle of it, not necessarily trying to go out there and doing like ghost hunts and stuff like that. Okay. But now it's like more so like paranormal investigations that I would classify it as. All right. So I'm, I'm not familiar with that app. Oh, okay. So for anyone, for you and for anyone not familiar with the app, Rananautica came out in 2020. Um, it was kind of one of those apps where I think they did it on purpose. They don't really give you a lot of information about the app. So the app drops. Um, this is a true story. A couple of kids in Seattle play the app. They use the intention of death. And so I'll explain what the app is. But basically the app is a random number generator, which uses a quantum computer in Australia, which uses quantum physics and all that kind of stuff. So it takes basically what you do is you set forth an intention. So for example, these kids intention was death. So mm-hmm. you open up the app. You're like, my intention is death. You hit, you click one of many couple different options. You, you click it. And um, it'll be like, okay, focus in on your tension. And it'll take the, your attention theoretically and give it to the, the supercomputer in Australia. It brings it back with the coordinates within the radius that you set. So um, these kids did that with an intention of death. And it took them to a shoreline near where they lived within the radius of that, whatever they picked. And they found two suitcases that smelled, long story short, there was two bodies inside there cut up from a, serial yeah, from a serial killer that had like killed these people or whatever. And, and this is a true story. You can look this up. It's like it's Seattle, I believe. So that's how the app kind of got like the negative or the kind of like crazy paranormal things, because here's these kids, they do the intention of death and they send it sends them to death. So that's kind of like how I got familiar with that. And then, so after that, you have a lot of different, I think what now I, you can see now is just people kind of taking advantage of this and sort of labeling their videos as randonautica videos and pretending to have these like crazy experiences. Uh, so like, yeah. which, which can happen, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I've used the app many times. Um, I've used it to like help me paranormal investigate and stuff like that. I will say the app creator, cause I listened to an interview with him. Cause I was like, all right, well, like what's going on with the app? The, the creator's basically like, look, there's nothing evil with the app whatsoever. Basically, all it does is give you a 10% better chance than random at finding whatever your intention is. So if that's exactly what a Satanist would say. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So like, you know, so take that with it with a grain of salt. That's what he says. It's so like the supercomputer could basically find it a little bit better Mm -hmm. than, you know, whatever your intention is. So I guess it depends on your intention. You know, if you're searching for negative things, you're probably going to find something negative eventually. Yeah. You know, so like it's very interesting. He also said if you don't find something the first time you do it, try it up to three times. And by the third time, you should find something that represents what you're looking for or, you know, whatever. Wow. Yeah, wow, it's interesting. That is interesting. I'm going to have definitely... to check that out too. Yeah. And it's a free app. You can download it, Randonautica. Um, like I said, it was probably most popular in 2020, 2021. Okay. But um, you know, like I said, there there's real people that real do real Rananautica videos out there. But if you wanna see the other ones, you can see them too. You'll you'll know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. You know, people get so like gung ho about some of these things, and they're mm-hmm. just like they make it. You can well, obviously, like you're you're basically saying you can tell that it's fake, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, they try to get jump on that wave. Yes. And, and yep. uh, get their get followers and, yep, and, and all that. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like, it's fine if you want to make entertainment like that, but you know, you can't pull the wool over people's eyes and pretend like, oh, this is real. You know what I'm saying? That's where <laughs> yeah, I yeah, have yeah. a problem with it. It's like, 
it's one thing if you're putting out there like, oh, this is just like, you know, for fun or whatever. This is like a fake horror type thing or something. Oh, but man. yeah, that's not what these people are doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna name names. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's it's uh, funny too that you uh, your uh, first experience there back when you were four and your cousins were kind of razzing you. Um, I used to razz my little brother after we had watched the leprechaun movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh we'd be like we'd get out of the car at night and we'd be walking inside well my mom would make us get the groceries or something like that and i'd be behind him and i'd be like i am the leprechaun and he's like oh my god oh my god and, and then, or i'd be like a leper i think i just saw a leprechaun out there out there in those woods and like oh my god that's funny that's funny <laughs> uh so uh you wanna do you mind talking about that app again uh that's um that the word bank app that yeah we yeah about? yeah so um one of the um apps i use when i do a paranormal investigations is it was basically so what I did when I first like started, um, you know, I didn't have a lot of money. So I was like, let me see what apps are out there because um, I've seen people use a couple different apps uh, in different videos on YouTube. So some people use like the Necrophonic or whatever. I've seen people use that, which is basically like a spirit box type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've seen various other ones. So I found this one. It's called um, I believe it's called M3 Science Toolkit, uh, Ghost Science Toolkit or Paranormal Science Toolkit, something like that. Um, it has a bunch of different features. It records audio. It does video. It has night vision, has thermal on it. It has, um, I can't, we, we couldn't remember what the name of it is, but basically the, the, it's a, the video where it can trace stick figures and stuff. So it has that feature on there. It has the word bank and the word banks, one of the more, the things I use basically for every video, for any paranormal video or anywhere I go, I'll just turn it on and kind of have it running in the background. Um, so at first, um, I was very skeptical of the word bank feature, you know, cause it's like, all right, it's an app. How, you know, could the ghost really manipulate this app into like, right. Know. So I was like, all right. So I, I don't think it was until I think Penhurst maybe where I had like my first correlating. So I think it was like basically what I mean by correlating. So, so for example, in a recent video I've done in the Huckamuck swamp, um, I was asking about puck wedges and puck wedges are like a little, troll-like creature also known as littles little people or whatever yeah and so on the spirit box i was asking about puck wedges and it said little and i was like oh it said little um and then on the word bank maybe a few minutes after that or not even like within a minute of that it gets little it says little on it and so it's the same word same thing Hmm. um so that's what i mean by correlating when you have like two separate things like a spirit box and this word bank thing saying the same thing i think that's you know it kind of lends credibility to the app and so i was like okay well and so it's just random because then other at other points you get like toothbrush and you're like well i don't know what that's about you know <laughs> is, the ghost, <laughs> is the ghost just like <laughs> just saying random things or like are they but then again the app's done some weird things i was in plymouth um plymouth massachusetts which yep. is where uh, the pilgrims landed all that stuff and i was walking down the street and i got like joker and laugh or something like that and then i look back through in the word bank and it never registered and i'm like i heard it and in the recording you can hear it but when i look back at the list it's not in there so i'm like that's kind of weird and then i've had other instances where 
I'll hear the app say a different word. And then the, the word that pops up is like not the word that it says. So like, I don't know if the ghost or spirit or whatever is trying to use the app is like trying to say something and it's not quite coming out exactly the way it wants to. So like there could be that kind of stuff going on as well. But I think for a 9.99 app, I think it's very useful. And um, for anyone that's like doing paranormal investigations just for fun or when you're first starting out, I think it's a great app to use. I use it uh, like every single time I go out. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I noticed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep, yep. but I personally have never uh, been on a investigation at all. Really? Yeah. Not even like just like you know local like you know ghost hunt or something that you saw. Really? No. Are no. you are you I, not willing to do it, or you just haven't had the opportunity? I just haven't had the opportunity. I guess you could say. But um, when I was I don't know fifteen, sixteen, um, me and my high school girlfriend and one of my my buddies. There's a uh, well-known uh, cemetery here in uh, in town, and there's like this whole like there's like kind, kind, I want to say like a lore or urban legend that there's like a cult that hangs out in the woods behind the uh, behind the cemetery, and every once in a while you can see like a flashing blue light. Hmm. or whatever so we decided to go out there and we this was back in the flip phone days and we were using the flip phones for uh light so we'd flip it open and it would shine yeah, yeah. and obviously it didn't shine forever but you close it and you open it back up but yeah, yeah. uh we're yeah. walking through there in the in the middle of the dark in the middle of the dark it was dark and <laughs> there's like there's like this hill and it has um tombstones and we're walking and all of a sudden you just hear like really fast and i was like what and we shine the light really quick and there's nothing there it's just tombstones weird so like so like so you talk about like someone running towards you kind of yeah it was, almost sounded like a bear just coming down the hill or a rock right like all oh, like rolling yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. you know what i mean and weird. so she started getting scared and then my buddy went behind started going like flashing his light behind uh the bigger tombstones to see if like somebody was there and there wasn't anybody there and then mm -hmm. there's like a little like creek that runs through it and there's two bridges and then there's like a little waterfall and stuff it's a really pretty cemetery yeah all in all <clears throat> and then we're coming up up on onto the bridge and then we see like this figure out over to our left near a couple uh tombstones and we're trying to shine our light and you know it's the with the phones it's not that bright and it's this girl and then she's pale black hair and she's just staring at us and we're like what the hell is that Jeez. and then over a little bit further to the left there was another person standing no there way. and then all of a sudden there was another person in front of us on the other side of this bridge then somebody jumps up from like underneath the bridge onto this it's like a so it's like a brick and cement like little yeah. top and he's crawling and he's like what are you doing here this is my cemetery and i was like okay these what? are people these yeah, are fucking yeah. people obviously and they're yeah. fucking with us right yeah now. right is this so we think so we were just like and they're like, get out of here or something like that. And then all of a sudden, they all the people that we were seeing were starting to walk towards us. And I was like, well, 
I don't feel like uh, possibly getting stabbed. So let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no doubt. That's yeah. weird. That's really, really weird. It was super weird. And like it was almost like they were putting on a play kind of thing the way they were acting yeah yes it was so weird so i was like i was like maybe that was the cult <laughs> right yeah yeah very you strange know? it was wicked weird and the guy he looked like um um for for lack of a better term he looked like one of those like icp people gotcha you know what i mean oh yeah like he had a he had a, like a definitely a tattoo of like a hatchet guy yeah <laughs> yeah, I could. I mean, I didn't see it, see it, but I could. Yeah. He looked like somebody that would have that. You well, know what I mean? I one hundred percent know. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so that's that was, wild. Yeah. How long ago was that? You, this is like mid, early two thousands, mid two thousands. Yeah, it was like two thousand five, two thousand six. Gotcha. So, and then this was like a rumor that was going on at that time. Uh, it's been. I guess it's been forever. Forever. For, Interesting. For a while, anyway. Yeah. Um, there used to be uh, cult. Uh, there used to be a satanic cult mm. in this town in the gotcha. 80s. Gotcha. Kind of like um, like down this way in Freetown State Forest with like that all that whole stuff. Yeah. Very. It's the same thing, the satanic stuff, which is you know, no joke and yeah, know, crazy so, crazy stuff. Yeah. There's a a guy currently serving a life life sentence that's from Sanford, Maine. That um, he was quote unquote uh satan say a satanist he had like a the book of the dead or something he owned it or something like that and this was like 1984 yeah and he did like um he wanted to kill his girlfriend for some reason he was 18 he wanted to kill his girlfriend but for some reason he didn't and he ended up killing a 12 year old girl in like a satanic ritual god and yeah it was I just learned about it. My my sister does a lot of like this research, like true crime yeah, yeah. research yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. and she found that. And then, um, yeah, I was like, "What? That's crazy! Dude, that's wild!" And that kind of stuff can definitely leave imprints on uh, wherever that took place too, wherever that ritual was or whatever. Because mm. same thing happened in Freetown State Forest, it's a almost exact kind of a scenario. Satanist type type guy, him and his girlfriend, they convince this other girl to go out there. Because they're like, oh, we'll go smoke weed out in the forest. It'll be fun. They go out, they lead her, lead, lead her out there, and they, like, murder her and stuff. Um, you know, like, ritually and all that kind of stuff. And then people found, like, cattle mutilations and Ugh. animals. You know, like, all that kind of, like, just not good, not good stuff. Yeah. And, like, and, and ever since that happened, like, this is we're talking 70s that happened. Mm-hmm. It's been, like, a reoccurring thing where like either copycats or people that are like into that stuff mm. are drawn to those areas almost because they they know the legends or so you know what i mean i don't know and i'd be interested to see if that's what's happening where you live you know what i mean if that's right. if that's somehow connected because you know i mean not saying that those cult people whatever that you saw are but i mean it's not a wrong possibility that there's mm. still people like that trying to like go to these type of places where these things happened and try to get power or whatever they're whatever they do i don't know yeah my um my buddy's uh wife uh said that when she was younger that she was like a practicing witch and they used to go to the cemetery to do like these vigils or seances or something like that and she didn't want to she didn't want to tell me about things that they did so it made me like curious. I was like, "What? Yeah, you, that you, you don't like, want to talk about?" Yeah, that's kind of strange. Yeah, 
That's that's yeah. that's never not good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, that she also said that she's like, hey, you know, when you fuck around with shit like with dark spirits and shit, then it's yeah, it's not good for anyone. Yeah. No, hell no. It's just like there's just some things you just shouldn't do. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know, like I mean, I I run into like enough paranormal stuff as it is. I don't need like anything like that. No yeah. thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Me i mean neither. like no one's got time for that like yeah. like we you have a podcast i have videos to do like you <laughs> don't have time for that <laughs> i will tell you though that i do want to investigate the salem inn in mass that she says my ex-wife used to work there and oh, her interesting her brother used to be the night caretaker there and salem inn. what town is that in? is that in salem it's in salem yeah okay hmm Okay. I was kind of considering so there's a um there's one room that's supposedly the most haunted and that's room 17. And mm-hmm. I kind of want to do a podcast on Halloween in that room like just yeah. just to talk and and yeah, maybe and then, even do a little investigation too. Yeah, and who knows what you might catch while you're just doing the show too. Right, exactly. Cuz I'll be honest with you, I've caught just as many EVPs just walking around doing yeah. my videos as as an evp sessions like i don't even think it matters right um you know so it it's weird how that works but it's just i mean that's what i found in my like year i mean very limited but one year doing it yeah i feel like i catch just as many just walking around yeah so. and it it's funny that because a lot of people think that you have to be in a building to catch like a lot of these things but obviously from your videos you walk in in the Huckamuck Swamp right down the trail and you're catching EVPs. You're getting these like little voices and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's um, I well, when I was growing up anyway, that my understanding of the paranormal was you didn't like experience a like actual like haunting or voices unless you were in a house. But I did have like I did have some weird fucking experiences growing up too. So I don't know. Like there was times where I was think I thought that I was crazy. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because well, especially like when you're a kid like that. You know what I mean? You're just like, well, who do you who do you go to in that kind of situation? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're almost like afraid to tell people because you're like, well, like the adults just gonna not believe me or you know what I mean? You're, that's what you're yeah. afraid of anyway. Right. You know. Especially back in those days, like nowadays, I think people would be more apt to believe their kids if they had said something like that to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just because of where we are, like even like in the last 20 years, yeah, a lot of people have become more accepting of like ghosts and even mm-hmm. like Bigfoot and stuff like that. You know, a lot of people are like into that kind of stuff nowadays. So, yeah, I I am interested in Bigfoot and, and cryptids and stuff like that. I have. Well, I think that I've seen a skinwalker maybe possibly at one point and maybe it um another incidence where i saw red eyes and it was with a um with a pack of coyotes yes you told the story on tommy's show yeah okay i listened to the whole episode okay yes okay Uh, yes i I remember this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. dude that's wild yeah that's why i have a i have a similar story about a a a wolf slash coyote or or something too oh do tell do tell yeah, yeah, yeah. So a couple of a couple, this is like Thanksgiving. So a different part of the Huckamuck Swamp, a buddy that I used to work with was like, hey, I live near this area. This area is a place you can go. And it's a place I'd never been before. So I'm like, this is great. It's more like woodlands. And so basically it's just like a, a dirt parking lot. And then there's like one trail that kind of just goes deep into the woods. And then from there, 
it just kind of goes all, every different direction. So there's a lot of like, you know, a lot of land out there. So I, I just head out there. I, and what's really weird is I think this has only happened to me this this one time where I was like, um, it's just kind of one of those feelings you get when like, you're like, oh man, like I shouldn't be here. Or that's, that's exactly what like, I don't know. I want to say someone said it to me, but if I was just like, I got this feeling like, oh man, like I really shouldn't be here. And so as I'm filming, I get this feeling and I'm like, I don't see anything. I was like, all right, you know, maybe I'm just, I've never been here before. I'm, I'm uneasy because I've never been here before. And so I keep on going down the trail and I get this feeling, I get that feeling again. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to at least say it on camera just in case something happens. So that way, you know, I'll have it be mentioned. So that way it doesn't seem like I'm making stuff up after the fact. It'd be like, oh, I felt creeped out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, hey, hey, I feel creeped out right now. Or I just feel on edge, uneasy, like I, I shouldn't be there. So I get a little bit down. And so I look into the, you know, I'm on trail still. Literally mm, half a mile from the my car. So not even like that far away from the parking lot. And so I look into this like meadow, which is now a meadow, but it used to be a bunch of trees. And, but it's all like uprooted trees for some reason, like a, like a tornado came through this area. I, I don't know what happened, a windstorm, something uprooted right. uh, as far as the eye could see uprooted trees, just like a huge section. And it looks kind of odd because it's just so many trees down. And so um, I shut uh, like, all right, I'm going to do a spirit box session. I'm basically telling this to the camera, like, just like I always do. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do a spirit box session. Just give me a second. All right, so I shut off the camera. I get it out. I'm about to turn it on. And then I get the spirit box off. I look up and then over, over the top, maybe 40 feet away, 50 feet away over top one of these trees that's fallen down and so you know how trees fall down sometimes the roots come up with it and so it'll be like a circle so i saw from the back side of one of these circles of what looked like a wolf type animal jump over the top of it and then like land at back on the like onto the other side like on towards me and so it was which is really it's i've seen coyotes before so like right. i know what coyotes look like i've seen them in the huckamuck coyotes i know what coyotes look this is not a coyote <laughs> so it jumped down over and what the, i just so I, I i i got scared man i literally just grabbed my stuff and I, I left i didn't even like didn't even film it i just well, i was gone because i was just like because <laughs> it was so weird because when it jumped down i i got a good look at it i thought it was black mm. and then i thought it was like really really fluffy like that's how i would describe it which is like very strange yeah and so um I do the video or whatever and I release it and stuff. And the guy that told me about that spot was like, he's like, I think I know what that is. He's like, uh, what I, you know, cause he lives near there where he's like, there's like a, a, around 11 or 15 of these half wolf, half coyotes out there, out there. And they travel in like packs and stuff. And they're like bigger than an average coyote. Like they're pretty big. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay. I was like, that makes sense as far as like what it could be. But still, man, that's scary. I just, I like, I just didn't expect it. And like I said, and to have those like weird feelings beforehand. Yeah. Like that's just like really strange too. Wow. You know, almost like somebody was warning me, like, no, you, you have, you can't, you shouldn't be here. Like mm -hmm. you need to, you need to go, you know, it's just a really weird experience. And wow. I didn't get it on camera, you know, it's just like the worst. So from now on, <laughs> I don't shut the camera off. I keep it on like at all times for that reason. Yeah, and you got because, a good quality camera too. Yeah, yep. And you know what's funny about that? I just I use my iPhone for to really? film everything. Yeah, to film no everything way. because yep, because it's 4K 
Okay. You know what I mean? And so then I have, if it's nighttime, I have like um, different attachments that I use. So that way it, look, it looks good at night. Okay. But yeah, like secret, secret, secret. Like, and I edit on um, iMovie too. Okay. And then if I have like extra stuff, I'll, you know, I have other programs I can add in other stuff to make it look better or cool or whatever. Do you attach um, a microphone to it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I do. Because... I do have a little microphone. Yeah. All right. Cause yeah. I saw, um, in one of your videos, I saw like it was like a shadow from the sun, and it was on the ground, and it looked like like this really like good expensive camera because I could see the microphone hanging off of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yep. wow, he's got a really nice camera. I wonder how much that was. And then now <laughs> you're telling me it's your phone. I was like, no yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's just and because it's just like number one, like I said, the the quality of it's so high. You can mm -hmm. ed I can edit on there, and then I could pump the videos out fast yeah Rather that makes sometimes sense. with the computer sometimes it's a little bit slower yeah um so with that i basically could do everything on that um okay. yeah and then actually if i actually learned something new um recently with like the spirit box so remember how i was telling you with like my ipad i have like the ghost uh app open at all times yeah and so it records the audio so what i've realized if if i take that audio because i'll have the spirit box going and so basically i have usually whenever you've probably seen it I'll have the spirit box right in front of my phone like this. Mm -hmm. And so I'm recording it like while looking at it. And so I'll have the audio from my phone and I'll take the audio from the iPad and like sync them together. And it like amplifies the the sounds and the voices of the spirit box and they come out clearer mm. um, and you can hear them louder. Um, and even in some cases you can hear things that you didn't hear originally. Right. As far as like um, just because it's like a double, it's weird. It's, I don't know how to explain that, but I don't know. It's like, it's almost as if it's in stereo or something because you get, because you know, with the one recording, it's like just one. And would you put the two together? Cause it's the same recording. You put them together if you match them up. Right. Right. Um, so like, that's what I, I just, I literally just realized that with the witching tree video because I had so many issues with the wind. Yeah. So I had to like, I had to like switch back and forth between like this audio and then the iPad audio. And then at one point I think I had them linked together at the same time during a spirit box. And then that's when I was like, Oh my God, this is like, it sounds so much better. Yeah. So that's, it was kind of like a happy accident. Like if it wasn't so windy, I wouldn't even have no figured that out. So it's kind of like a blessing in disguise, even though like that video was a pain in my ass, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like one yeah, of those yeah. things like, it's just like, okay, now cool. Now, now every single time I'll do that with a spirit box and, mm -hmm. It should, you know, lead to a better video as far as like clarity, as far as the spirit box goes, which I think is interesting. So Yeah, I, I like that every whenever you throughout your video, when you catch the EVP, like right there in the video, you you backtrack and go through it a couple of times. That's yeah. fun. I like that. That's absolutely because really cool then you get, get a chance to really hear it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And not only that, what I've been, another thing I've been doing recently is not putting what I think it says until the last one. And so it gives you an opportunity to like hear it for yourself and be like, Oh, I hear this, you know, and then you'll, you can, you'll I'll write down what I think it says or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so that way you can hear, you can be like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I can hear that. You know? So um, just to kind of like, instead of like putting exactly what I think it says, because I think most of the sometimes it's you, clear, right. Then I'm then like manipulating, yeah. could be manipulating people to like, find an answer that i want them to find yeah um you know what i mean which i'm not trying to do but you know you can be accused of doing something like that exactly. so th i've been doing that lately to try to like um help with that stuff but um so in some cases if you get a really good evp you don't even need to market people can hear it you know yeah yeah
perfect yeah. so would you say the spirit box is your favorite um because you do use it a lot so yeah you know what's interesting about that when i first got it i was really bad at hearing the responses uh in the moment and yeah. i still am not the best at in the moment hearing it like i can hear the really clear ones but some of the other ones i don't pick up on until after after i'm like listening to it listen to it i'm like oh, okay i can hear that um so like at first when i first started using it i was like very discouraged because i was just like i can't hear anything in this you know but i think i'm trying to think what the moment was where it really like switched for me i think it was probably i want to say anawan rock which is probably mm, two months ago or something like that that was wild i that was absolutely wild so if you want i can give a quick synopsis about anawan rock yeah. Anawan Rock is a Massachusetts uh, lore history area. So Anawan was the name of, name of a Native American Wampanoag who was in this area. He was kind of like during the time of the Pilgrims era. So during King Philip's War, which a lot of people call the Forgotten War. So basically Pilgrims versus Wampanoag. Mm-hmm. Um, this is after like the first 75 years or something. They got along up until that point and then, you know, they started to not get along. So anyway, long story short. The war is ending. Anawan's like this 80-year-old guy who's kind of like more of a figurehead in the Wampanoag tribe. Um, so they they want to capture him. And so the pilgrims. And so they lead a, a party and they capture him. And they're like, hey, um, you know, we, we, we're we not going to kill you. We're, we promise we won't kill you. And we'll just bring you back to Plymouth. And so they bring him back to Plymouth. And they eventually do kill him and put his head on a pike, which is oh. kind of sad because – yeah. Like he was promised that they wouldn't kill him, and the guy that promised him that he wouldn't kill him didn't make the decision to kill him. So like it wasn't his fault necessarily, but you know it's just like the way things went right. after after war. You know that's the way things go sometimes. So Anawan's Rock is where they captured Anawan, and so we I you know it's it's one of the places in the Bridgewater Triangle. A lot of people have kept, um, say they can see fires at night, they hear drums stuff like that it was an area mm. where the wampanoag people like would spend a lot of time and like hunt and stuff like that uh, i guess and or just hang out so it's basically this huge rock um and so we were on top of the rock and um it got to the point we got a man we got an evp up there of a man going Shh, like telling us to be quiet like really clear like super clear not only that we got uh there's another evp i can't quite remember what it was off the top of my head but on the spirit box I've never had so many spirits say, leave, go away, go home, leave. I, I would say at least 35 to 40 times. Like, cause I, I literally got to the point where I was like, if you want us to stay, please say, stay. This is one of the things I say now. I was like, if you want us to leave, please say, leave. And it's from that video because I asked that and immediately they're like, leave, leave, please go home, leave, go home, leave. And they're just like repeatedly, repeatedly, like just boom, boom, boom. Like I was just like, oh my god! I was like, what's wrong? I was like, I was like, what? I was like, what have I done? But um, I think you know, I don't like who knows, you know what I mean? But it's just funny. But and that was like the first time I was like, oh man, the spirit, like, you know, because that was just like so clear. There was no mistaking what they was trying to say. It was like over and over, and it was just like same thing, same thing. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I think since that moment, I've been using it a lot more, and I've been getting a lot of great um interesting responses lately very interesting yeah that's good Mm -hmm. um is that is that place like considered like cursed or anything like that the bridgewater triangle or anawan rock uh well both both yeah um there's parts that there are people that claim i mean there's no concrete evidence to be like oh this native american on this date 
said that this I cursed this land because of whatever, blah, blah, blah. There's no, nothing like that as far as I know. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what people have said about like the Huckamuck Swamp um, and stuff like that. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I don't think so. I think the Huckamuck Swamp's always been the way that it's always been. Um, the word Huckamuck in Wampanoag means place where spirits dwell. Yep. So I think it's always been a place where spirits are. I think it's always been a place where Pukwudgies and all these different, you know, folklore or whatever that the Native Americans talked about. That's where like they're from and stuff. So I don't think that's cursed. Now, what I will say is about like if any land's cursed, it would probably be the Freetown State Forest area. But I don't think that it's cursed because the even the Native Americans, like the Wampanoags about that land, they mm-hmm. said that land um, was evil. And so really? like, or, or evil dwelt there. So I don't think they did that. I think evil's always been there, whether that's like some sort of demonic entity, whether that's whatever it is, you know, I don't, you know, obviously evil lives there for, for, for what the, the Native Americans said. And I mean, it kind of plays out, like I said, that was the place with the, with the satanic murders and all that kind of stuff, the ritualistic stuff. I mean, yeah. not only that, but just people doing really disgusting and evil acts there as well. And people just trying to harm people for no reason. Like they have a lot of dirt bike trails in there. And I think it was 2011 or 12, somebody put barbed wire across the dirt bike trail. So that way, if somebody was riding down there and wasn't paying attention, they could like seriously, if not get killed or hurt themselves, you know? Right. I mean, it's like, so stuff like that. There's like, obviously like gang activity a little bit too down there. It's weird. It's like, it's a state forest. So you wouldn't expect this kind of put it this way. Out of the people that I know that know of the place, 50% of the people won't even go there. Wow. That's a lot. They won't even go there. I know, I know, I know a good friend of mine. She's like a very spiritual person and is into, into like, you know, um, Reiki and stuff like that. She's like, she will, she will never go there. Never, ever, ever, ever go. She tells me not to go there. Wow. You know, and I've only been there three times just to give you an idea. And I've been to the Huckamuck. <laughs> I don't know, 15 <laughs> a times lot. <laughs> a lot, you know, because it's, there's not, it's, there's less, you know, like put it this way, the, out of the two times I've been three times I've been to Freetown. The one, the one time I did the spirit, the only time I've used spirit box there was at the, uh, the ledge. I got called a bitch. Um, when I asked what their name was that they, they said, why do you care? Yeah. Um, there was a couple other things like, yeah, there was a couple other things that were just re- this responses that like normal people usually don't say when you I've never gotten stuff like that before. Only there. Oh, really? So yeah. Only, as far as negative stuff like that. Never, okay. ever. Only there. I've never had anyone be mean to me except for there. It kind of makes so, me want to go there. Yeah. That, I mean, that place is is weird, man. It's no joke for sure. As far as the Freetown legend and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Like I said, I with that said, I am gonna go back. I'm gonna do like a night investigation there. So uh, Ooh, that'd be interesting. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like I said, it's and with the with the history there, it's just it's just such a dark place. So I mean, oh yeah. we'll go we'll go with protection and all that stuff like we always do, but like, you know, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, hopefully we'll see what happens, you know. I'm I'm ex- I'd expect we'll catch at least a couple EVPs and spirit box stuff. Cool. Um, hopefully no people. You know, I don't want to run into like some Satanist group or that is like sacrificing <laughs> something in there. You know what I mean? I mean, it'd be great shit. for, don't get, don't get me wrong. It'd be great for the video, but mm. I just, I'm not really up for that. So, <laughs> right. No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit. <sighs> but, so, yeah. um, I am 
uh, part native. Oh, and, um, we have. So I've been trying to get my. I've asked my cousin because he's like he lives on on the res or was living on the reservation, and he knows a lot of like the tribal history and the lore with our our own tribe, um, which is Penobscot. It's oh, okay. within the Wabanaki um uh, Federation. Gotcha. So like Passamaquoddy, Penobscot, um yeah. Abenaki. Um, I think Micmac is in there. Oh, Micmac, yeah. Okay. I've I've heard of that one before. Yeah. Yeah. They're they've <clears throat> never really had like uh land. They're more like a trap like a nomad tribe. Gotcha. Okay. Of. So they're they're basically <sighs> you they've been they're referred to as um a band rather than a tribe gotcha interesting but we have so Saco river um yeah is has a an actual native american uh curse on it and i talked about this in one of my episodes but so basically back in uh the early days of um america being settled uh between so it's it's a river that runs between it comes in from uh the atlantic and it goes through uh bitterford and Saco. and the tribe there uh lived very peacefully amongst the settlers and there was actually uh the um they were friendly they they did stuff together they helped each other with mm-hmm. building and crops and all this stuff and then this ship came in and there was three sailors um, coming off and they were drunk and they came across a woman and a baby. And they asked her if um, that they heard that Native American babies come out of the womb knowing how to swim like animals. And then they took the baby from her and threw him into the river so naturally she went and got him but eventually uh so i think he survived for a few days and then he ended up succumbing to mm-hmm. the, the hyperthermia whatever right yeah it's it's not documented exactly mm-hmm. but he it was like a day or two he gotcha. died after uh, the baby died after and so obviously the mother was distraught and the father just happens to be the tribe's chief and medicine man. His name was Squandro. Hmm. So he put a curse on the river that three white men or white people would die every year. And so far it's held up. Wow. That's wild. So that uh, river f- comes from New Hampshire, from the white mountains and comes through uh, Maine and out into the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, I am very familiar with the Saco. I floated the Saco in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah, with like the tubes because it's a very like shallow. Well, at least in New Hampshire, I don't know how it is the whole stretch, but at least in in the New Hampshire section, it's like very shallow and like like lazy river kind of a a deal. But yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's the an mouth, interesting story. The mouth of it is pretty deep. Yeah, I was going to say, it probably gets wider as it goes along. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. So, yeah, I remember the first time I ever heard this story, I was really young, and it had claimed the life of a little boy. Um, So that was the first time I ever heard of it. Interesting. 
So yeah, it's and it's the whole river. Mm-hmm. So even into New Hampshire. So you probably were like what in Conway or something? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. North North Conway, yeah. 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 North I go Conway. to I go Gorgeous. to North Conway all the time, dude. It's, yeah. It's amazing, amazing isn't, isn't it? Yes. Oh, dude, it's like people have a bit of like, oh, what are these guys talking about? But <laughs> no, North Conway is an incredible mountain town as far it's, as like East Coast mountain towns. Oh, yeah. oh, it's one of the best, man. I like I could retire there, I think. Oh, if, my God. Right. I was me and my ex-girlfriend <laughs> were ta- we used to talk about this all the time. We were talking about our future and I was like, I just want to get a little cabin on the yeah. river with like a mountain view in North Conway. That's yeah. where I want to retire. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's definitely on the short list. Like, cause it's just, it's just a perfect, like, like, especially the little town that uh, the little grocery store they have there, Zeb's and stuff. And yep. like the whole, th- everything about it, everything about it in the white mountains right there. Ugh. Oh my God. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, me and my son uh, started annually hiking Mount Washington once he turned 12. Mm-hmm. So we've done it twice now he just Ooh. uh he's 14 so we're gonna do it again this year so this this year will be the third time and my daughter turns 12 uh-huh. this year so she's gonna start coming with us yeah so wow that's that's impressive I, like you know people get those bumper stickers they're like oh my car climbed blah, blah, blah. it's like <laughs> no you what do you get if you climb you know what i mean like <laughs> a tattoo <laughs> yeah <laughs> all a right kids foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> sin splints <laughs> yeah I, I the last uh this uh last fall we took my dog and she ended up she was we were like a mile maybe a half a mile from the top and she was just like i'm done and oh, she poor thing. yeah she ended up cutting her uh the pad on her paw at Oof. some point and i was like yeah. fuck and i noticed it because she stepped on a rock and i saw blood and i was like fuck yeah, so right. i ended up the her the harness that she had has a handle on it so i ended up picking her up like that and carrying her like a briefcase for the rest of the rest of the way so and then there well, was one um, how point big, how big is your dog she's 40 pounds she's a okay the S- stafford bull staffordshire bull terrier okay okay so she's a little stocky thing she looks like she might be heavy but she's only 40 pounds Gotcha. I mean, That's obviously hiking up a mountain, she's really heavy. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Especially <laughs> when that air gets thin. <laughs> yeah. I, I ended up putting her on my shoulders at one point because I was carrying her like this and I was switching arms and switching arms. And then I was like, fuck this. And I just put her up here. <laughs> and she's just like, her legs are straight. Both are all four of her legs are straight out. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like laying there. My son's like, she looks like she's she's uh really comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you're like she's oh, like she's oh, gonna fall very asleep. good <laughs> i was like perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm doing great <laughs> <laughs> so um anyways what is uh, i've heard a, a lot about these the the little people the lore of um of that down there yeah, what puckwudgies yeah okay i can't i can never say Remember, that word for, yeah or... I, yeah i don't blame you it's a weird one yeah puck wedgies that's what they that's what at least the wampanoag call them okay um there was it's it depends on like what tribe because like the wampanoags i guess i mean i hope i'm not misspeaking but i'm pretty sure they're somewhat related to the algonquins the algonquin tribe or whatever they're like yep. their their religions and some of their things are very similar but different it's very strange 
So like uh, the Pukwudgies is one of those things that's in both of their folklores. And so I'm trying to remember, I think in the Algonquin folklore, there's Pukwudgies and then there's another one and there's like two different kinds of them. Mm-hmm. And what one, one's good, one's bad. But as far as the Wampanoags go, I think they, they can either be good or bad. It's the same creature. So however you want to look at it, it's whatever it is. It's basically a, a troll-like creature, very short, fully covered in hair, um, can disappear, um, can either lead you to doom or save you. Um, it's more like one or the other. So like they're either like tricksters, try to play tricks on you, stuff like that, or they'll help you out. So there seem to be very like, there's it's, there's, it's a mixed bag. So I, I don't personally, I do not know if they are good or bad yeah. necessarily. Um, I think they, I think they do exist. My uncle has like seen one before. Which is interesting. Um, oh, this if, is where I stop stop listening stop. to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I yeah. remember. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you started talking about it about your uncle having an experience. So, if you don't mind, I would love no, to hear it. Absolutely not. So, um, they lived in this haunted house in a town called Onset, Massachusetts, and so it was one of those type of houses that, like, night one, they had activity and they had like a very crazy experience night one. Uh, if you want, I'll just quickly tell that real quick. Just to kind of set the stage of like what kind of crazy this house was. Yeah, perfect. So night one, they get a really good deal on this place. This is 1980. This is a very long time ago. And so um, it was one of those places where it was, a, it was a summer rental. So there was two houses. There was a big house that was a regular size house. And then there was a cottage that was next to it. And in the summer, they lived in the cottage. In the winter, they lived in the big house. So it's the summertime. They're in the little cottage. Everyone moves in, but the problem is everyone worked all day long. So they get there, they move in, and it's like after work. So they don't really do much. They basically just set the beds up, maybe set a couple things up, and then they're like, all right, we're going to bed. We'll finish the rest tomorrow, you know, whatever. So they all go to bed. It's my mom who hasn't met my dad yet. So it's just my mom, um, my uncle Michael and his wife in another bedroom with my cousin who is just a little baby. And it, they, like I said, they didn't even have a lot of time. So they didn't even have time to like set the crib up. So they just pulled out like a drawer out of a bureau, laid some sheets down in there and bedding and stuff to make it nice and soft, put her inside of it to, next to the bed. And so they go to bed. Everything's great. My uncle Michael is about to fall asleep. And then he hears footsteps. They're on the second floor. He hears footsteps coming up the, the steps. And so where his bedroom door is, it's basically right in front of the steps. So he could see if someone's walking up. And so he's expecting to see my mom coming to walk up. He's like, oh, maybe she went to the bathroom, whatever. You know, I didn't hear her go down there, but maybe she's, you know, maybe I just didn't hear her. She's coming back up. And so the footsteps footsteps get all the way to the top of the stairs. There's no one there. And so he's like, that's kind of weird. And so next to his bed is this big, huge, um, empty, thank God, empty bookcase, like oak bookcase, very, very heavy. And it's right next to like uh, where my cousin's like laying. And so all of a sudden, like I said, he hears the footsteps. There's no one there. All of a sudden, that bookcase all of a sudden just inexplicably, inexplicably falls or starts to fall. And if it falls, it's going to fall right on top of this drawer where my cousin, if she's a baby, is like laying. So my Uncle Michael jumps out of bed, catches this bookcase. It's so heavy, he can't even put it back himself. While he catches it, he hears those footsteps run back down the stairs that he heard come up the stairs, walk up the stairs. This time they ran back down. And so obviously some unseen force came up the stairs, knocked over that bookcase and, you know, ran back down the stairs, Wow! which is interesting. Now, 
I tell that story and I'm just making a connection here that I've never made in my entire life. And I'm not saying this is hundred percent true, but that could have been a Pukwudgie because another thing about Pukwudgies is they also are like, they want children or something, or they try to attack children or they're very focused on children or like children or try to steal children and stuff like that. Kind of like the fairy stuff. Yeah. Very, very, very similar. And not to say that that was what that attack was or whatever, but obviously mm. it was some sort of unseen force. And I only say that now because I'm like, well, Pukawajis are known to be invisible. Mm. So anyway, fast forward. That's night one. Fast forward. It's like maybe a few months in. My uncle is getting home. It's late. It's dark. He's right down the street from the house. It's a very, where this is, it's a beach community. So it's very narrow streets. The houses are very close together. So you can only go about 20 miles an hour at the most on these roads. And so he's going down the road. All of a sudden, this hairy, two-foot-tall creature just, like, appears in the road in front of him. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to hit this thing. And so he, he's like, I, he, he's like, I thought I drove through. I thought I was going to hit it. And so he drives through it. it. It disappears. He drives through it. He, like, turns around, looks around. There's nothing there. He's like, that's really weird. So fast forward to the last night that they're there. They're about to move out. This, they've had a whole bunch of activity. Too many to name, like a lot of weird stuff, furniture mm. moving in the middle of the night, all kinds of like, you know, voices, weird stuff, like not only just a bunch of like crazy, crazy things happening. So they're about to move out, out of the attic, jumps down this two foot tall creature, Pukwudgie, covered in hair. It's not facing him. It's like it has his back turned towards my uh -huh. uncle. It turns around, looks at my uncle, looks shocked and like surprised and just disappears in front of him. Like what? almost, almost, oh. almost expecting like he wasn't going to see him. Uh -huh. Do you know what I mean? Right. Cause they were moving out. Yeah. Yep. And um, so, yeah, very creepy, very creepy, creepy, creepy. Wow, creepy. dude. That's yeah. a crazy story. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, what, what's weird about that at the time, he didn't know what that creature was, but then as time went on, we, we heard about Pukwudgies and what they look like, what they do when they disappear, they do all, and it like fits exactly what a Pukwudgie would do and is. Mm -hmm. And so, and so, yeah, it was, it's a wild, wild, wild story, wild story. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> the minute I saw that, I'm I'm fucking glad I'm out of here, man. Yeah, you're like, all right. <laughs> I knew something was in here. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep, yep. So it begs uh, the question. Now that I'm like thinking about it, I was like, it could have been a it could have been that creature that first night. Yeah, trying to either scare them or whatever, or trying to hurt the kid or whatever. I, it was probably that creature like the entire time. Like yeah, the moving furniture and stuff like you're talking about. Yeah, yep, yep. So, for whatever reason, do they? Do you know like? Do they like travel in packs or are they always like one? I don't know. Good question. I, as far as his encounters, he's only seen them one at a time. Okay. And um, in Native American culture, there is this one story that I did look up um, that I, the Wampanoag story. Mm -hmm. And it was about uh, a Pukwudgie whose wife was injured or something like that. And they got the help of a Native American and then. It was something, something like that. They got the help of a Native American and, you know, they ended up helping them because of it or something like that. It was just like a one-off story that I had seen about specifically Pukwudgie and a Native American, like interacting and as huh. far as them helping each other. But um, that was the only like positive story I could find. A lot of the other ones are mostly negative. Negative. Yeah. Do you, um, is there like um, Native American like artwork 
on these creatures like yes yeah yeah so if you do a little quick google search of puckwudgie um there's a couple different like renditions of what native americans like describe them looking like okay so yeah there's a few different ones online there's a there's a couple good ones um um yeah basically the yeah like two foot tall covered in hair some people say they have pot bellies kind of kind of look like there's a guy that um there's a great documentary on the Bridgewater Triangle on Amazon. It's been, I think it's just called Bridgewater Triangle. Okay. In that documentary, there's a story about a guy that had an encounter with one near, you know, where I live or whatever in the Bridgewater Triangle area. Mm. And um, he described it very similarly. And he did, he said it had a pot belly as well, two foot tall. And it was like beckoning to him to like come, come to him um, kind of thing. Um, you know, like saying here, come here, come here. And um, just as he said, it was a very strange experience. And his dog was like free. He, had, he was walking his dog late at night or whatever near power lines, basically right where you see me in the Huckamuck Swamp and stuff like that area. Oh, okay. um, so, which is super, super interesting. You know, Nicole, wow. my fiance would never let me go at night by myself, but like part of me wants to, because I get so much evidence when I'm by, I, well, I feel like I get more evidence when I'm by myself rather than in bigger groups generally. Not always the case, but I feel like, I don't know. You just more, I don't know. You're by yourself. Maybe they're more, you know, comfortable with just one person being there. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? Um, do you ever get people to tag along with you? I don't think I've seen a video with you with not, someone yet. Not that often. Not that often. Most of my videos are by myself. Yeah. Okay. Um, when I do like night investigations and stuff like that, I'll have like my sister with me, her husband, Eric, um, Nicole will sometimes come out my fiance um yeah so but primarily by myself yeah unless it's a special investigation or something like a like i said a night investigation but that's kind of rare that's probably like i do like four of those a year maybe so like primarily i am by myself for sure and i think i think that does help me get more paranormal evidence i don't know i don't know if it does or not but i feel like it does but yeah well i mean if it's working i might as well not don't don't um can't fix what's not broken you know what i mean yeah like, that's yeah that's true so that's true. um and i had a i had formed a question while you were talking <laughs> that's how it always goes <laughs> i forgot it <laughs> um shit uh, well with that i will say uh are you finding uh some fulfillment in this path that you're uh going down with investigating and oh for sure like um i yeah i do i love it i yeah. really do I, I i i like it a lot i love i think what i love most i mean i love doing the i love doing paranormal investigations and stuff but i think my number one love is probably honestly and i don't do it enough like abandoned buildings yeah and, it, and that's it how you started right yeah, yeah yeah especially like um especially the like a Penhurst or something. So like Penhurst is like one of those places where it's like a double ax. Cause it's like, not only it's exploring and, mm. and it's like paranormal. So it's like both, you know, it's like those, the top two things I love the most in like one video, which is great. But I mean, I love, I love abandoned buildings, man. I just don't do them enough. Um, and when I do do them, it seems that I get paranormal activity anyway. So it's yeah. just, I, it's just, I can't even like escape and do like a regular, <laughs> you know, exploring video without having to get like, Oh, you know, like, I did you see that video that uh that I had where that happened to me or no? No, I no I haven't. <laughs> so that literally happened to me. So like <laughs> right before Christmas, I'm like, all right, 
I need to take a break from paranormal videos. I just need, I want to go out and just do an exploring video, just like not paranormal. So uh, a viewer is like, Hey, I know this place that's like somewhat near where you live or possibly near your area, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, great. This is awesome. It's, it's a, just an abandoned house. You know, there's no, you know, no reason why this place is going to be haunted or whatever. So I, I do the whole video. I don't really get any creepy vibes in there. Really? No, nothing really crazy. I hear one Creek that just could be the house settling. Not a big deal, whatever. So I'm like, this is awesome. I'm going through the footage, editing it. Um, and so I get almost towards the end of it. And then I hear, I so at the end of the video, I do these, these static shocks, basically just like a couple artistic shots to put like music to. And so I'm going through those things and I'm like, I, I'm like listening to them or like editing them. And, and I, I, so basically I turn the camera off. I walk three feet over, I kneel down, I turn it back on. And then as soon as I turn it back on, I get a man's voice. And it looks like it sounds like the back half of something he's saying. Uh -huh. So he's, I don't know what he said before this, but he says something good. That's it. Just something good. And so I was like, and I hear that. And I'm like, no way. I was like, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> and so then I was, I was like, I didn't even mark it at first. Cause I'm like, I don't even want to mark it. And so then I'm editing it more. And then I go into the basement. I, I get it to the park portion of where I edit the basement. And I get another EVP of this like raspy, raspy voice saying i can see you <laughs> i'm like oh <laughs> cool <laughs> <You're watching> so, <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah i was like oh how weird and so and so i'm like okay well how can i not go back now and so then yeah. i went back of course we did an actual investigation and we caught like a, a couple other evps the one boat that's probably the most impressive is this like little kid and so we're in the basement again and um we're like looking at like it looks like a, just like a pile of like little scraps of metal, but we can't really make out what it is. And we're like, what is that? And that's like literally what we say. We're like, what is that? And um, we get a little kid's voice that says it's lead, you know, like in a little kid voice, like mm. it's lead. like it's lead, you know, like lead meaning like metal lead right. or whatever, um, which blew me away because I'm like, oh, he's literally just like standing right next to us, like, you know, hanging out with us or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So weird. Yeah. And um, in that same house, we got, got another EVP of that creepy voice in the basement too, like a deep exhale. So I don't think it was anything um like demonic or anything. I, if anything, I think it was like a, a guy. Yeah. Um, either like um just trying to come off tough or, or just maybe was like a smoker in real life and had a really raspy voice or something. Mm, you know probably. what I mean? I feel um, like that transfers a lot. Like I feel like there's always... I hear a lot of stories of um, like raspy voices and then like mm -hmm. the smell of cigarettes with it too, or like sure. cigars or something, or yeah. at least yep. smoke. Dude, phantom smells is like a real thing. And Penhurst, I've only, this only happened to me maybe one time where if I had like a phantom smell. No. Well, it's kind of hard to tell twice. I'm going to yeah. say twice. So the first time Penhurst, we're in a basement and it's, you know, it's, it's the middle of a tunnel. There's no ventilation down there. There's no reason for this. We get to this one area and this girl's like, oh my God, I can smell like flowers. And literally it smells like, like a, bu a, a bouquet of roses are like right in front of your face. Like that's what it smells like. And fucking wow. like in the middle of a tunnel, there's no way that that smell, like, first of all, it doesn't smell like a perfume. It's not like someone just like sprayed a perfume. Sprayed. Like, you know what a perfume smells like, or right. you know, when something smells like that, it wasn't that it was flowers. You know, which is really weird. You know, it's like, what is that? You know, what is that about? Is that like, I don't know how to explain that. It's very strange. Right. That so, is strange. 
very weird. And so the only other time that happened, and I and this could just be a r- regular old, you know, random, just random smell of like the old. So we were doing this hospital, abandoned hospital in really bad condition, like a lot of water damage. And it, you know, it basically smells like mold everywhere. And we got to this one spot in the hospital and it still smelled like a hospital or like how a normal, you know, I don't, it's hard to describe. No, like, I think, I, I think I know that the smell you're talking about. Yeah. Like, and I, like it smelled that smell and I'm like, yeah. that's really weird. Cause it was just in this one spot. It was just right. really weird. Like I said, that could be normal. Like a, just like a part of the building that still somehow is not like damaged and still smells like somewhat normal, but yeah, it was just, it was weird. That is weird. weird experience. I yeah. hate the smell of mold. <laughs> Mm-hmm. like the the wet dampness of oh mold. yeah and unfortunately so, if you're doing abandoned buildings there's a lot of that right 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 so to come across what would smell like a normal hospital which is like a clean smell yes very weird it was definitely yeah. weird and we that got some weird, weird activity in that place did you very strange yeah i talk talking about the word bank since you like it so much yeah Let's i don't think i've seen this video no I you I'll, I'll have to share the link with you um show you which one it is but it's so weird. So you, you probably watched enough of my videos. How many times have you seen the word bank say like right or left or anything like that? Probably never, right? Yeah. In this hospital, we got like left and right. When we're walking down hallways and going by rooms, we would get like left. Wow. And so, you know, like, like basically directing you. Yeah. Oh, yep. wow. Yeah. 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 Wow. Super I got to watch that video. Super interesting. What, and we got that one. Um, I think it's like, ah, it's like two different names. It's like a part one and part two. It's like okay. a two part. Um, so we got a couple, we got like real EVPs there. Um, um, and we got, yeah, like a couple of like maybe two or three. No, man, actually more than that. Probably like four or five EVPs. We got an EVP. It could be residual of a man saying dad, which I thought was super sad. Hmm. Um, you know, so I don't, I mean, it was, a, it was an adult male, so it, which sounded like an adult male. So I yeah. don't know if that's like a residual thing. Like it's a hospital who knows, you know, maybe like they're, maybe like, they're, they were, uh, when they were alive, they were talking yes. and they said dad and then yeah. they had passed and it's just right. Right. But we did, that we, energy. right. That's, that's, that could be the possibility, but there was like some intelligent responses too. Oh, really? You know? nice. Yeah. When, when Eric was taking, um, pictures, and he, cause Eric went with me and uh-huh. like the operating rooms with the big lights and stuff, he yep. took a picture with the flash on and it says after he takes the f- picture with the flash, it's like flashes. <laughs> and it's, so it's like, they know they could, they could see that like the light is flashing. Wow, that's you know so I mean? cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, which I thought that was interesting. And there was another part where they have like these, it was the office section and we're like looking through papers. Cause this is a hospital where they continually had problems and were always like, on the brink of shutting down or it got closed and opened up as another hospital. Like yeah. there's always issues. Yeah. And so we're like looking over like paperwork and stuff. And I'm like literally kneeling down and I, Oh man, now I can't remember what it says, but I think it says no or something. I'm talking about something. And it says, you hear like a whisper of a woman saying no. Um, we had a lot of like other noises in there that were caught after the fact could be residual stuff like a metal bang, yeah. and like a woman's voice in the background kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, very interesting. Def, I mean, the first time, first and only hospital I've ever done. Um, so it's definitely interesting just to do it. Right. Um, but yeah, definitely, like I said, the rights and the lefts. I've never had so many in that video. It's so weird. It's so, and I never since. It's not like that's happened ever since, really. So uh-huh. I think that's interesting too. So it's like, hmm, 
Mm. Things that make you go. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so have you do you, have you listened to uh, any of my episodes? Yeah, I ju- I just listened to. Well, I just started the last one actually. With uh, the... with Jess. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I just started um, that one. So, um, I don't... episode eleven. Have you listened to that one at all? No. Is that the one? Is I know you were talking to one about with Tom, but the guy that you guys both had on. Yeah. Was this what you're going to mention? Yeah. yeah. With the voices and stuff. Yes. So yes, I did hear like a couple clips of that. So that's that's just a weird story. So yeah. do, you, do you think do you think he's like somehow things are like attaching themselves to him or like manipulating his audio and stuff like that? What's going on there? You think? I think that he has. So what I when he investigated the Indiana State Sanatorium, I think that he was looked at as just this like wicked, trusting and caring kind of a person because that i mean that's the vibe that i get from him very nice Mm -hmm. and um warm gotcha and i had a clairvoyant so we had him on a a second time in episode 14 and uh we had a clairvoyant uh with us and she basically said she's like i can see your aura it's very blue and purple and that tells me that you're uh a very uh trusted you're very calm and just warm and like an empathetic kind of person mm-hmm. and very kind you have a kind energy about you and that so basically what i think is that they found him um they felt comfortable mm-hmm. so i do think it's an attachment but not like super attachment gotcha. I, I, I don't know how to like describe basically like it's not a haunting yeah kind of thing an attachment and it's not negative but it's showing showing him things and i think that they want to him to come back hmm. is essentially what i think and well yeah i mean you got you got these internet waves so he's in in indiana and he's talking to me so either they're with they're with him and they're just manipulating or they're connecting through the the ether right through right. the space because i mean we all know spirits are you know it's energy yeah right so exactly and just <laughs> but the way it happened and oh, man i was in my car and i'm driving and i get this i get a message and i and i can see it because it's um in the holder on my car and it's like and it's a voice message so i just hit play and he's like Hey man, I don't know if you had a chance to listen, but I'm getting a lot of people telling me there's voices and that's not you or I. And I was like, I was like, don't sensationalize this, Ron. This is just my voice coming back through your microphone. Yeah, yeah, like reverb or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, he's like, no, he's like, it's not saying what you're saying. So I was like, all right, I have to listen to it. So I listened to it and I, I go, um, I was like, yeah, there's a whole lot of, um, um, unexplainable deaths and murders in the, in that place. And then right after I said that a voice goes, you should run. And I was like, and I, and I was coming through my speakers on my, my car and I was just like, what the fuck? I was like, That's oh crazy. shit. 
So wild. Yeah. yeah that's my weird. sister caught a bunch of, she listened back to it and, uh, cause she wasn't involved with the episode and, uh, she ended up listening to it and she found a couple different things. Like there was children, uh, voices of children and laughing. And then a, a voice, I guess I said, uh, I called it an insane asylum and a voice went like, dude, really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh yikes. So. No, that's yeah, that's super interesting. No, that's wild. You know yeah, I mean, like that's that definitely doesn't happen normally. You know what I mean? So that's really wild. Yeah, because I, I um yeah, because I listened to the full episode with you and Tommy and, and you guys talked about that. So yes, yeah. yeah, that is that's I don't know what to make of that. That's crazy. I'd be interested to see if he goes back, what happens, and yeah. not only what happens when he's there, but what happens afterwards. Mm. you know I'd, I'd i'd be interested to see like if you had him on again after the fact yeah what happened after you know especially i don't know what his intentions are i don't know if he wants to go there to like you know break this attachment i don't know what his you know what his you know thought process is on it but right um yeah that's it it's definitely <laughs> that's wild <laughs> yeah so it's a thousand dollars for an overnight investigation of this place really yeah and i've been thinking kind of been thinking of starting like a, a GoFundMe mm-hmm. and possibly like occurring uh, collecting like the money to cover that and then possibly me going out there and doing it with him. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? And then I and then him and I talked about possibly maybe even doing like a documentary of the place. And I kinda wanna there is I found a documentary of the sanitarium. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet, but I was almost kind of considering maybe like doing the like a documentary on him. Like it's about the Indiana State Sanatorium, but it's also like about him. Mm-hmm. I like you know that. I mean? yeah, yeah, no, I like that. So I, I've been considering that. And then so I also need the time to do it. And then sure, I would need to find like a videographer or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'd, I'd probably need not just myself, but, you know, another person or two. To yeah, go definitely. out there with us. So for sure, for sure. Just, I mean, at least one other person to film it. Right. Exactly. Um, For sure. You know, I mean, you, you could film it yourself. It's just it would just be a little more challenging. You can get around it, you know, and right, still make right. it look great. But um. You know, because you, if you did like interviews and stuff, you could just set the camera up, you know, in one spot and then do, you know, so that way you can be on camera and you're you, exactly. he, him at the same time and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so there's ways to do it for sure. But um, no, that sounds sick, man. Yeah, that sounds really cool. It reminds me of this. Um, I just saw this other place. Um, It's in Pennsylvania. I don't know what town it is or whatever, but it's this prison. Have you seen this place? I don't, I don't know what the so. name of it is. I'll have to send you the link. Okay. But it, it's, it's, they do like investigations there too. You, you can go there and like rent out the whole, or like you investigate the whole prison. Cause I guess it's a former prison. It's not like an active prison anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like all abandoned, but it's like recently abandoned within the last five years or something, maybe oh, wow. something like that. And I've seen other people go there on YouTube and stuff like that before. And yeah. I just didn't know where it was. And so I saw it pop up on, maybe Twitter or something. I saw it wherever it was. I think it was when I was looking at uh, Norwich state hospital, which is like in Connecticut or whatever, they have a Twitter account because yeah. they were, they were trying to open stuff up there for paranormal investigations. But I guess the town of Norwich won't let them 
Uh, they really? won't That's give. Weird. Yeah, isn't that weird? They won't give yeah. them like the the classification, whatever the permits or whatever, whatever's holding them up. They won't do it, and so uh-huh. they're kind of like in limbo because they like wanna they want to do the ghost hunting and they want to preserve the history and the buildings and stuff. But it's like, how do they do that? So like, I've been following. They have a Twitter account. If you, um, I'll have to send it to you. But um, you know, it's just kind of interesting because like that's like one of those places. It's I would love to go there. Indiana State, like what you're talking about, I'd love to go yeah. there. This prison, there's so many places that like I just want to check out, or like Waverly Hills. Oh man, like, I'd love to get there. Pennsylvania, man. isn't it? Uh, or West Virginia it... or somewhere. I don't oh, even know. Like, Hold on, well, let maybe me look it was it Tennessee. Maybe Tennessee, it is Pennsylvania. Tennessee. Is it? Let me look up. Where's Waverly Hills? I th- I know it's down south. I know that for sure. Yeah, right. I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, they did. Um, almost everybody's been there, I think. Um, uh, Kentucky, Kentucky, okay, Kentucky. All right. Yeah, so I was way like, off. I heard the first time I ever heard of it was on another podcast, and the they were talking to an a guy that was like a a skeptic and start joined this paranormal group, and now he sent he went to Waverly Hills, and now he's like a. 100 percent believer oh yeah well they have like the reports of like the shadow people there like that's their big thing as far as i remember yeah um you know because ghost hunters went there a long time ago that's how like like, that's how i first found out about it a long time ago and then of course like all the other you know anybody that does like paranormal stuff i think they've probably been there or like that's on like the top 10 list of places to go um so yeah it's on my top 10 place places to go for sure definitely Nice. nice That's cool. Have you ever thought about um, doing a podcast like your own podcast? Because you're so like clear with your words and you you don't do a lot of ums. Actually, I don't think you've done any. Oh, really? I try not to. Yeah. I, I... used to have um, a podcast a long time ago. So I, I used to try to like get in the habit of not saying that word or like yeah. any sort of connecting words and stuff like that. I find that it's easier if you just like take a pause for a second. And then instead of doing the um, because it basically it's just like a bridge word for Pretty, you to get yeah. to your next sentence or whatever. So it just takes a little bit of practice, honestly. And like you have to be like consciously not thinking about it. And like the more you do it, like, you know, you're very early on in your podcasting, you know. So like once you get like a year in, do you forget about it? You're not even going to know what the word um is. You're going to be like, <laughs> oh, you know, you know what I mean? You're going to be like, uh, oh, I never even use it anymore. You know what I mean? So yeah, there is it's one just, of my... it's just practice. That's all right. There was one of my intros where I was just like, um, and uh, like almost after every word, and I was listening back to it, and I was just like, oh my fucking god, really? Like, so, do I edit all these ums out, or what do I do? <laughs> so, the I did the intro for Jess, and like I was thinking at the same time, as I was, I was trying to talk really fast, so I didn't have that space and time. So I was trying to be like extremely charismatic yeah, and yeah, like yeah. showy <laughs> and just talk exactly what I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. so that I wasn't giving myself the time to be like, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, so. it's just one of those things. Hey, at least you're not one of those people that are like, a, like one of those Valley girls from like the eighties always use like the word like instead of, um, like, yeah. like, like, you know, just constantly. So yeah, it is what it is. Um, it's not that bad. You no, know, it's not. There, you it's could not be terrible. Yeah, but so. you, you'll get there. You'll get there. Just take practice and try to be like mindful of it. You know, that's all. All right. So what's uh, next for you? What are you what's the very next thing that you're uh, planning on doing? Let's see. 
Tonight, I have the Royal Wampanoag Cemetery. I go to like the cemetery, very small cemetery, like 20 or so people are there. Mm-hmm. Not every single um, royal member of the Wampanoags are there. It's just like one of me- one of many, I think. Uh, so I went there, got a couple of good EVPs, got some good spirit box stuff. Uh, I almost said um, coming up <laughs> this weekend, this Saturday, actually, uh, we're going to be filming out in the Huckamuck doing a night investigation. So it'll be me. It'll be Eric. I think my sister's coming with me as well. And my cousin Patrick will be making his Ooh, debut. Nice. Yeah. So this is his first video he's ever done with me. I think this is his first ever like paranormal anything. You know, he's always been like interested in the paranormal, but uh, I've just never asked him to go. And I was like, hey, you want to like come out on an investigation with us? So he's going to be coming. So I think the main focus of the video is probably going to be like the witch stuff. Now, did you watch my recent Huckamuck stuff? Have you seen it? Like, Yes. Yep. Okay, so I think the witch stuff is very interesting. Mm. So for a long time leading up into the Huckamuck stuff, I've gotten the word, word bank response removal a bunch, mm. a lot. And I just was, I never really gave it much thought. I was like, oh, who, like, who knows what that, you know, it's, it's just a random word. So I, I made the connection once and I was like, huh, I wonder. I was like, so I asked the question, I was like, I've gotten the word bank response removal. Has somebody removed bodies from here? And without skipping a beat on the spirit box, boom, witch. And I was like, that's weird. And so the next time I go to the Huckamuck, I'm like, all right, I'm going to ask again. Mm -hmm. And so then I ask again, I was like, did a witch remove bodies from here? Could you please say yes or a witch? And without skipping a beat, boom, a witch. So does that mean that actually happened? I don't know, but I think it's interesting. So mm-hmm. the next time I go out, I'm, I'm going to ask again. And yep. so I'm going to see what happens. So that's going to be a kind of like a focus of the, of the time out there. And not only that, one of the other times I was out there in between the witch stuff, I got all these weird noises out there that I just cannot explain. I'm talking about a metal beeping noise in the middle of the swamp. Something right after this metal beep hit like something hitting something very loud all this sort of like metal cans and glass moving all this kind of just like weird noises that I can't explain. I mean, I've heard other noises when I've been out there, like metal crinkling, yeah, uh, you know, stuff like that. And so it's just weird stuff. So I think those, that's the two main focuses of my video. So I'm going to hang out in that area where I've heard that stuff before the noises. And yeah. then we're going to ask a lot of witch related questions on the spirit box. See if we can get some more answers or maybe some clarification on you know, why somebody removed bodies from someplace, what purpose would that serve? Um, you know, not to say that we'll get answers, but you never know. That would be cool. So we'll see. Right. Uh, Massachusetts is known for uh, witches. So that's true. That's true. And, you know, it, it's it's one of those things that like at first, I'm sure like I'm sure some of it got overblown as time went on. Oh, with I'm that. sure. With the whole Salem stuff. Yeah. But I'm sure at some point, somewhere along those lines, one of those girls might have been a witch. <laughs> That's I'm all sure. I'm saying. <laughs> one of them was probably, I mean, who knows? I don't know. But witchcraft is, you know, it's a thing. It's that a practice. Right. It is. It, that is a real thing. So, um, and who knows what some witch did in the past in the 1700s and what kind of, you know, if it was some sort of Native American witch, maybe, you know, who knows? I, I don't know. You know, or, or, you know some it could be anybody i don't know or it just could be a random ghost just saying the word witch and there's nothing to it more than that you know what i mean right right you, you never know, know. So you never, you never know. know for sure unless you ask the questions that's right that's right so that yeah like, like i said i'm excited about that you can kind of as you can probably tell i'm excited yeah. to like oh, yeah. get back 
get back in there and like ask more questions. Right. Not only that, the last time I was there, I got the first time ever on the spirit box. I don't know if you saw this too. I got the word um, spirit box response, pray. Yes. Yep. Which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, and so I was like, all right. I was like, so I asked and like, you want me to pray for you? And they're like, yeah. And they said, and they're like, yeah. And so I, I don't know if you saw the witching tree yet, but I asked the same because it was on my mind. And I was like, you know what? This is a great question to ask. Because mm-hmm. even if, say, say even if it's like, a, there's like negative entities there or whatever, it'll get a response out of them too. So I was like, oh, this is great. So like either if it's real people or whatever, it should get a response either way. Yeah. And it, it did get a response at the witching tree. It was really strange. So I asked, I was like, it, and I was like in the Huckamuck swamp, I asked if someone, someone wanted to pray. They, they said they wanted me to pray. I was like, if you want me to pray for you, please say pray. And so they didn't say pray, but I was like, I think I, did I ask that? Or did I just straight up ask if they wanted to pray for you? Whatever it was. They said there was a man that's like, what did he say? He said, yeah, sure. Then there's a woman right after that. Yes, please. And then there's like two other people that come jumping into the conversations like what are you doing he's the enemy basically that's exactly what the spirit box says yeah and i'm and so then i'm like so when i'm hearing this and like going through the footage i'm like well what do you mean like what do they mean by that do they mean like is this okay there's only two possibilities that i can think one they're like maybe native american and so like i'm not a native american they think i'm an enemy maybe Mm -hmm. that's why okay that's one possibility Two, it's like some sort of negative entity that's like, oh no, this is like a a good person, you know, like that's this is not the this is not people we should be accepting prayers from. I don't know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. some sort of evil or negative entity or something, something that would be my enemy. I, I don't know what, but weird. Right, that is interesting. Definitely. So like, mm-hmm. I I hope it's I almost hope it's a Native American rather than. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than like the alternative of something darker, you know what I mean? So right. like... <laughs> we would hope. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'm more apt to believe it's probably that. Um, okay. Because right before that, I got a woman's voice, um, like not singing, but like humming, like <laughs> literally that. And then she says something to me that I can't quite make out. I don't know if it's even in English or not because I can't make it out. Right um it could be native american i have no idea but it's like i i i've listened to it like a thousand times i'm like i just can't put it together and you can hear what she's like trying to talk to me but i'm just like i don't can't make out what she's saying so yeah um and like i said it is called the witching tree so i don't know definitely interesting you know that is interesting um now the metal sounds that you heard out there um i heard on I don't know if you listened to the confessionals, but he had this uh, guy that wrote a book that he he was in the LBL. I can't remember the name of the book. Yes. But he's talked about like his encounter with Dogman and the metal sound that he heard out in the woods. I don't know. Do you think possibly that could. Dude, you know, what's so weird that you mentioned that I listened to that episode. And when he said that, I was like, I've heard metal things too. Like inexplicable. Like we're talking in the middle of the swamp there's no reason why like a metal sound should be coming from there anyway mm-hmm. like we're you know it's water like there is animals that go through there and stuff like that but uh, it's it, it, uh, yeah so i mean anything's possible but once he said that or he said it was like portals or something opening up or blah 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 or like that's what he had thought like possibly yeah. door doors opening and stuff like that and i was like i was like man maybe that's what i'm hearing like other because if it's not that I don't know what it would be. 
right. you know, like these metal, like I'm, I'm talking deep in, I mean, within, we're talking 50 feet into the swamp. So like I said, no human is back there. I know that. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. If you were to take one step in that swamp, you'd probably go down to like your knee. Right. You know how like most swamps are. You can't yep. walk in there. There's no way. And like, it's all water. So it's just like, I know, unless you're some sort of crazy cryptid creature that has like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know how that's possible. It's yeah. just weird, man. It's just really weird. Did it, like, did, when you heard it, did it sound close or? Yeah. It sounds like a few of the sounds, like the, the really, the beeping and the loud noise, I would say 50 feet away, the cans moving and the glass moving and that kind of stuff. I would say 30 feet away, you know? Wow. So within that 30 to 50, like it's just, it's like just far enough away where I can't, see like all i it was all some of the noises were so close that i was like how am i not seeing yeah like uh, something you know what i mean because like it's just so inexplicable and it was and with this happened this phenomenon happened for about 20 minutes and not only that during that time like what kicked it off is which it's so weird i don't know how to explain it and i'm glad i got it on camera because it's just i don't understand Mm. so what i hear with my own ears is this loud thud and then a tree falls in the swamp um, really, really loud. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm saying like a big tree fell. I, did, I couldn't see anything like, you know, but I could hear it though. Mm-hmm. And so when I listen back on my phone recording, I, it, it's the, the mic's kind of like pointed towards me. So I didn't get it as loud as I heard it with my own ears. But I catch an EVP with it at the same time of this like, tum. Like almost as if someone's hitting you with an axe, like boom, uh-huh. boom. Like that's what it sounded like. Like somebody, like huh, like you know, hitting it with like you know, as right. if somebody would. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. And then followed by the falling of like the tree, and I'm like, that's really weird. And so mm. that's what kicked off this whole thing. And so that happened. And so I'm like, that's kind of weird. And so then I go walking over there. I get a tree knock, and then I get the glass, and then like the beep and the knock, all that other stuff, and then. I kind of followed it down the pathway. I get an EVP down there of two women, which I think is two Native American women talking okay. back and forth to each other about me. I think they're talking about me. Uh, the one woman says, wow, he's cold. Or yeah, he's cold or something like that. And the other one, I can't remember what the other one says. I have to, you have to go back. This is why you guys got to watch the video. Cause I can't, I can't remember <laughs> yeah. all the EVPs off the top of my head, <laughs> yeah. but, um, so yeah, so like I catch that and, and then some more noises and like it, it kept on happening and it got to the point where I was like, you know what, I, I just need to take a break from this area. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I leave that area and then I go down to the other side and then that's when I get the first witch response. So just to give you an idea of like timeline right. time wise when all this stuff happened. And so then I go back to that area and all those noises are no longer happening or anything like that. And um, like I said, it's those are noises I have not heard in that area before. It's just that one time, that one time when I was there. Um, like I said, I've heard metal crinkling, but not that specific area, like further down. Right. Um, and that was a weird experience too. But yeah, just, I don't know what to make of that. But yeah, but once I heard that guy talking about like the portals opening, blah, 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 like metal. And I'm like, I wonder, man, mm. I really wonder. Because people claim, people think there's portals in the Huckamuck Swamp and stuff like that. Oh, really? They do that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. What, that's what people say. You know, that's why that's. And what's another thing that's interesting about, like, because why are there spirits there? I don't know. 
Yeah. Like it's a swamp. Why would it's so weird? It doesn't make sense. Cause I've asked many times, like, did you used to live here? You know, why? Like, and then all I think I've never gotten a yes. So it's like these people didn't live here. So then why are these people here unless they're stuck here mm. or something? Do you know right. what I'm saying? Right. And so I was like, that's really, it's just a very strange because why, as a ghost, right? If you're a ghost, you can go anywhere. Why would you be in the Huckamuck Swamp of all places? You know, right. you'd think you'd be. I don't know where your family's house used to be. I don't know. I don't know. Just weird. Very peculiar. That is peculiar. I don't know what to make of it. And and this area is like fueled, I think, by the power lines as well. Yes. That's, yeah. That's that's like above as well. I think it's all. Mm-hmm. I think it's paranormal. There's paranormal stuff there anyway. But I think that's what helps feed some of the at least the spirit activity. Right. That's, it's drawing the energy. Yeah. That makes power. sense. That makes mm-hmm. sense. That makes mm-hmm. perfect sense. Um. Yeah, so that that story with that that guy when he started crying, I was like, he's not he's not lying. Like you don't just like tell a story like that and start crying in certain no. parts of it and be like, this is full, I'm full of shit. Yeah, no. you know. So mm-hmm. when you said metal, and I just instantly when you said metal, hearing metal sounds out there, I instantly went reverted mm-hmm. right back to that. So yeah, well, and but I was it's so weird because I I don't listen to every single episode. I just happened to listen to that one. Yeah, I don't listen I, to everyone either. Because but... I because I you know because I have so many now I have so many buddies and friends I have so I try to like listen to everyone's stuff or like yeah as much as I can so I fall behind a lot and so um. So, yeah, but I did hear that one. And I, I thought his story was like very compelling, honest mm-hmm. and just wild. Yeah. Wild. Wild. Yeah. If like his story was wild. And did you listen to the one about the kid and the Joshua Tree stuff and that story? Oh, you have to go check that out. So. Oh, man. This um, it was just, it was just this wild story about like this crazy like rave out in the desert that ended up oh yes up. yes I, I did hear that oh one. my god that was a crazy Dude, story that was that's the craziest story i've ever heard in my life yeah absolutely wild and i could not freaking sacrifice that. him dude i uh, do you doubt it <laughs> <laughs> and then he walked what I, I, he said like two days or something yeah yeah and i'm like dude how is this guy this poor dude like not dehydrated and like dead by now yeah Dude, yeah i don't think like, i would have gone anywhere with somebody that i just met no <laughs> you do it's like the 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 night of this like bad decision after bad decision yes after bad, and it's just like this is where a bad all these bad decisions <laughs> will lead you into some sort of crazy blood cult thing that there are people flying up into the air and like lord knows what you know uh, what I mean? like oh my damn, god dude that was wild i couldn't i was like wow wow that was mm. that was those i think they were like almost back to back or something like those two stories i was just like blown away by those two yeah i was yeah. like I, I, I was like i think i've seen like crazy paranormal things and i'm like no never <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna sit down I'm like... <laughs> I, so i listen so i i go to work at like two o'clock in the well i get up at two o'clock but i'm usually at work at like 3 a.m yeah and i so i listen to his show in the dark <laughs> And there's sometimes there's some stories that I get like because I have to get out of the truck sometimes sure, to, to like uh, get shit and like open corrals and pull shit out and all this stuff. And I'll get out and there'll be woods 
or to open up gates so I can get into uh, job sites and stuff. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's this one place that I go to in New Hampshire and I got to get out to unlock the gate and open it and push it open. And it's, it's a, a sand and gravel place. And I always feel like something's watching me. And mm-hmm. when I'm listening, I have to shut I have, when I remember sometimes, cause sometimes I'll forget, but I'll be listening to his show <laughs> to the confessionals and there'll be a certain story about woods and I'll be mm-hmm. out there and I'll get out to open the <laughs> gate and then I'll be like, uh, what's happening? Dude, <laughs> you feel I like feel a little like kid. Yeah. It's like a little kid again. But anytime, like, um, it's like anytime I just saw this funny, like a little video where like, just how when you look at like you, like you shuffle lights downstairs or whatever, you're like the last one. You feel like someone's going to chase you. So you like <laughs> run, to, you run all the way up to your room and like shut the door behind you real quick. You know, yeah. you, there's no one there. Or and like gotta... the basement, you're like yeah. that. <laughs> you like, you know, there's, you're like inexplicably running up the stairs. You're like, what am I doing? Yeah. And, and you jump from like five feet away from your bed just in case something tries to grab your feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I do that too when out there at, at this specific gravel pit yeah. i freaking when i feel like i'm being watched i'll like start to get cli- start climbing back into my truck and i'll instantly feel like well what if something something tries to grab me from behind so i'll get like really quick and shut the door as fast as i can and then i'll look <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course nothing's there but oh my god yeah uh, yeah it's funny you still we still do it as adults the yeah. things you do as kids but yeah it's crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, uh, anyways, man. So that's all the time I got for tonight. Yeah, I really no. appreciate you coming on, man. I, this was a fun conversation. I really appreciate it. Yeah, likewise, man. I had a great time. I thought it was a good, good time, good conversations. You know, talking about paranormal stuff, and you know, it's always a good time. So I really appreciate you having me on, man. Thank you. And I am going to finish uh your episode with tommy and then i'm going to compare our episodes <laughs> <laughs> i love so it yeah. hopefully we didn't go over a completely everything the same way so no i don't think so i i think for the most part yeah i think it's going to be a lot different i told a lot more like um personal stories as far as like when i was growing up and stuff on his podcast so oh, okay um yeah. so in here where it was more of a mixture of like some of that and then the youtube stuff like you know filtered in and stuff and then or organic conversations you know which yeah. i think is the best kind of podcasting anyway honestly i you love know, where organic it's not conversations bingo because it's not, that's what people want because that's what the conversations people have yeah you know, the people are yeah you know what i mean so it's that's exactly what you want man no it's great it was right. awesome i appreciate it man cool and i will like uh, so anyways for everybody watching and listening uh phil uh, and i have talked about possibly getting together for an investigation so where he's closer to me than um jen and mondo or callie christina and and all them down in florida there's a good chance i'll probably investigate something with him first uh because it's going to be october by the time i go down to florida so yeah there's a whole lot of time in between that so for sure yep and i'm in massachusetts you're in maine it's like literally you live in southern southern maine so like two hours maybe two hours max and you know we could even meet somewhere in between or something too yeah perfect. or you come you come down the huckamuck i don't know if you're Uh, up for it (laughs) i would i would i would do a night one with you oh hell yeah dude hell yeah i'd probably be scared but i will fucking do it (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah dude oh i can't wait it'll be fun 
All right, man. So with that, I will say thanks for watching and stay weird. This concludes our broadcast day. Click. Because in the end, none of us have very long on this earth. Life is fleeting. And if you're ever distressed, cast your eyes to the summer sky. When the stars are strung across the velvety night, and when a shooting star streaks through the blackness turning night, today make a wish <laughs>